Welcome back to the Todd Duncan Podcast. A member of the industry syndicate. This is where success happens. Todd's goal is to transform your business and life through deeper connections, higher trust, and proven strategies to help you win and give you your best life ever. Here's your host, Todd Duncan. Thank you for watching. Thank you for being part of our tribe and for subscribing. And uh, certainly if you're a leader, I appreciate you sharing these insights every week with your sales team. And uh, also I might add that many of the episodes have to do with creating a winning high trust culture. And so feel free to have your staff and uh, fulfillment centers and people that support loan production and real estate sales watch these videos as well. We'd be grateful for that share. So I was thinking about this episode and I was thinking about one of the the most um, important moments in in sales mastery history and it was in 2015 and the reason why that was historic was because we were coming out of uh, a pretty serious medical diagnosis and I was really studying from the vantage point of getting a diagnosis. In my case, it happened to be a cancer diagnosis. And in my case, it had to be uh, potentially serious and life-threatening, which I guess at the end of the day, most cancer is. But I was reflecting on how do I attack this? How do I really, really go after this? How do I do something that in a moment of normalcy, a day or a month of the normal life of Todd, this would be abnormal? How do I really, really, really attack? And I came across a book called Relentless, and it was uh, by Tim Grover, and the subtitle I think was um, From Good to Great to Unstoppable, if I'm recalling correctly. And I remember that I wanted to communicate um, the essence of something that I, I got out of his book with the Sales Mastery audience. And that year we had a 65 foot video wall and the stage was enormous. We had about uh, 1700 people, I think, in attendance that year. And um, on stage, I had a cage. I literally had a cage that was brought in by our video crew and I wanted to use it as a metaphor. So now having set the stage, this is opening night 2015 at Sales Mastery. And I begin to talk about Cancer, I begin to talk about um, how many of you have ever gotten a surprise in your life? How many of you have ever felt overwhelmed in your life? How many of you have ever felt like maybe uh, things were against all odds in your life? And, and obviously, we got a lot of hands that went up in the air. And so I, I pulled out of my notes um, what I'm about to read to you. And this is an excerpt um, from the book. And, uh, and, I, and, and, and I just shared this like I'm going to share with you. And then I'll tell you what I want you to do with this. Picture a lion running wild. He stalks his prey, attacking and killing at will, and then he goes in search of his next conquest. That's what his lion instincts tell him to do. He doesn't know anything else. He's not misbehaving, he's not bad, he's being a lion. Now lock that lion up in a zoo. He lies there all day, quiet and lethargic and well-fed. What happened to those powerful instincts? They're still there deep inside waiting to be uncaged. Let him out of the zoo and he goes lying again, praying and attacking, put him back in the cage and he lies down. Most people are the lion in the cage, safe, tame, predictable, waiting for something to happen. But for humans, the cage isn't made of glass and steel bars. It's made of bad advice and low self-esteem and BS rules and tortured thinking about what you can't or what you're supposed to do. 
It's molded around you by a lifetime of overthinking and overanalyzing and worrying about what could go wrong. Stay in the cage long enough, you forget those basic instincts. But they're there right now, waiting for you to find the key to the cage so you can finally stop thinking about what you'll do if you ever get out. All that killer instinct is just waiting to attack. And he asks the question, so what's stopping you? Can you be reasonably successful by just following directions and staying within the line, staying in your cage? Sure, that's what most people do. But if we're talking about being elite, if you wanna be unstoppable, you have to learn to put aside everything you've been taught, all the restrictions and limitations, the negativity and the doubt. You ne need to let your roar come out. And I, um, you know, I read that uh, at Mastery, I'm reading it to you now, and uh, it was very interesting because what ensued from that dialogue is interventions. And by that I simply mean that I had people in the room that volunteered what maybe a, a limiting belief, maybe a, a negative doubt, maybe something that was in their life that had put them in a cage. One guy was in a cage because he hadn't figured out how to build team and every time he tried, he failed. And so he got into this mindset that the best way to do it um, is to do it myself. And that was the cage that he was in. Another guy um, got a terminal cancer diagnosis about the same time I did. And the cage that he was in uh, was the cage on whether or not he would be able to survive. We had another person that got in the cage and they had a, a limiting belief experientially about being healthy. So we had you know, four or five people that came up on stage and we had this kind of dialogue about what would it look like to get out of the cage. And it was a really, really powerful experience. So powerful that a friend of mine that was in the audience actually had the painting that is over my left shoulder to your right of the screen um, actually painted for me. And I, I wanted to put the, the, the context to the, the picture you see behind me because what my friend Shane said in his letter to me is that he was really proud of the fact that I was teaching people through my own life experience how to get out of the cage and how to be a lion and how to roar. And so he had this delivered to me and <clears throat> I have to tell you as I, as I think through this and as I look at this picture every day, I am, I'm, I'm reminded about a couple things. Number one, we need constant input each and every day if we're to avoid being caged up. The, the first part of our, our episode together, the first part of what I wanna share with you is what are your limiting beliefs? What is putting you in the cage? And then next week, what I wanna talk about is how do you break free from the cage? And I think that it's important to understand that limiting beliefs plague us all. The what ifs and the should ifs and I'm not sure I cans plague everybody that's walking the planet. And what I want you to be mindful of is how are those destroying you? How are those impeding your progress? How are those getting in the way of you taking the necessary action to get the life in the, the business of your dreams? How, how are those things holding you back? How are those things lowering your standards? How are those limiting beliefs putting you in a, a state of mind where when you look ultimately at yourself in the mirror, you don't even really love yourself anymore? And so this, this world in which we live has so many things that it throws at us about what is not possible. And that's what ultimately produces the cage. That, and not being able to ultimately identify the positivity that is found in failure. Playing it safe is the fast track 
as a response to not being able to handle failure well, not being able to handle setbacks well, and wanting to avoid risk. <clears throat> when in fact, when we play it safe, what we're actually do, doing is we're creating less opportunity for us. We're creating a, a greater likelihood that um, we're, gonna we're gonna continue to play it safe and not advance. We're, we're going to produce a reality that is less than what we really want in our life. And we have these inner instincts. I mean, the instincts of survival, the instincts of growth, the instincts of you know, needing to, to be and feel like you have a meaningful role in the world and in your own societal circles. You know, these are all things that go into the caged, the caged human being. The other thing that I think goes into being caged is not pushing the envelope with personal innovation and thinking through how do I do this differently and how do I do this uniquely? So on one hand, we have the kind of the fear of failure, the, the limiting belief that, that hold us back. And if we don't address that, if we don't take a necessary kind of action to break us away from that limiting belief, we'll always be limited in what we think is possible. And, and what ends up coming from limiting beliefs is this thing called excuses. And excuses keep us in the cage longer because we're always blaming other things, we're always blaming other people, we're always bl blaming our circumstances, and we end up falling prey to this disease called excusitis. And what I know about limiting beliefs and excuses is that they are the surefire recipe to keep you in the cage. And so in the Hydra Sales Academy, and, and what we're gonna uh, continue to, to kind of lay out as we build Hydra certification is this idea of you can be, do, achieve, and accomplish anything you set your mind to. You just have to have the operating system in your head on how to break free from the gravity and the pull that is for most people. Most people don't wake up and, and say, I'm ready to roll the dice today. Most people don't wake up and say, I'm gonna do the hairiest thing I've ever done professionally today. Most people don't wake up today, uh, today and say, no matter what the outcome is, I am going to do this. We don't wake up with that. We wake up protected, we wake up safe, we wake up kind of reserved, and we don't have a, an outward thought about how do I change what's limiting me to becoming an unlimited thinker. Uh, I grew up in a, in a positivity culture. My grandmother was all about positiveness. She gave me a book when I was 16 called Success Through a, Mental, a Positive Mental Attitude. It was by uh, uh, Earl Nightingale and, uh, and W. Clement Stone. It was just a super, super powerful book. And I learned early on that positivity is a choice. Positivity and growth is a choice. Seeing the glass is half full is a choice. Seeing it is half empty is a choice. Seeing abundance is a choice. Seeing scarcity is a choice. Seeing woe is me is a choice. Saying oh is me, wow is me, that is a choice. And so I think that, that one's, what ends up happening is the elixir for limiting beliefs and the only way that you can get past excuses is to take reasonable action. And sometimes it's a step, sometimes it's opening the door to the cage, sometimes it's that first step out, that second step out that gives you this degree of, hey, this isn't so bad, it's not, as, it's not as cold as I thought it would be, it's not as hot as I thought it would be, it's not as crazy as I thought it would be, it's not as fearful as I thought it would be, I'm actually, I'm actually taking action. My youngest son, Matt, <clears throat> um, he's, in a, he's in a place in his life where he's making lots of, of changes and lots of decisions, and some of them are a little bit hairy. And um, I think what, what ends up happening is if you're in the cage and you don't have the elixir for blowing through the excuses and taking action, 
you end up falling prey to procrastination. And procrastination holds you back. It, it puts, you, puts you further back in the cage. And tomorrow's no different than today because you haven't done something to break free. And Matt was telling me the other night that, he, that he's getting to a point where he knows he's got to do something. And I remember about 10 years ago, uh, Matt and I were having a talk. He was a 10-year-old young little boy. We're out in the pool in my backyard. And we were talking about um, something. And I think it had to do with guitar practice. And, um, and he said something to me. He says, Dad, you know, I, I know the sooner I get to it, the faster I'll get done with it. And it was like, as soon as I, you know, as soon as I start practicing, the sooner I get to practicing, the more likely I am to get to the other side. I think it's important. I think it's really important to know that action conquers everything. Good or bad, whether the results are what you want or not, taking the action moves you from inside the cage to outside the cage. It's that straightforward. And so what I want you to be thinking about between now and next week, I want you to be thinking about your list, and I don't want you to go negative on this, your list of limiting beliefs. What is holding you back? Why are you waiting so long for your results? And how will it be in a month or two or three if you stay in the cage? I want you to be inspired by this. I want you to be looking at all the things that I kind of paint in my life as the reasons why I'm not. Hey, thanks for being part of today's episode. I've got a special gift for you on to make sure you are aware of. I just released a 25 page ebook entitled The Five Irrefutable Principles of a High Performance Business. These five principles are game changing. There's a lot of methods towards success, but if you ignore the principles, it's very, very hard to know that those methods will work. Go to the show notes below, just click on the link, download this 25 page ebook and see what kind of impact it can make in your business and your life.